This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now, the men's room wants to know who sucks less? Yay, time for who sucks less. Steven Throwhill, you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck. It is up to you to determine out of these three stories, which one sucks the least. Now, if you happen to follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz, the debate's already underway on Who Sucks Less. Yeah, all that jazz, baby. So, all three stories, man. It's about bad people making money off of other people. Let's just get it started. A self-styled gold digger. This is what she admits to. She calls herself an honest gold digger. Not making that up. Uh, She targeted a lonely divorcee on a dating site, convinced him to marry her, so she could pocket his life savings. Well, she's finally been jailed. 59-year-old Lisa Elliott persuaded her victim, who had uh, MS, and needed a walking frame to get around to pack up his life and move 350 miles to be with her. This is over in England. So within months of the wedding, that was back in February. Right, so in England, that's a massive move. Right. That, that's right. That would be like moving from Chicago to Miami. Yeah. Right. Uh, so within months of the wedding, that was back in February 2017, Lisa had rendered the man, then in his mid-60s, virtually penniless for the first time in his life. The recovered alcoholic was also driven back to drink by Elliot's controlling behavior and only discovers how much she had taken from him after finding the strength to leave months later. Now, tragically, he died in 2021 without seeing her brought to justice for the betrayal. But his daughter revealed in court how her once vibacious, fascinating, generous, and inspiring dad had grown increasingly vulnerable due to his medical condition. Quote, he was left with almost nothing. He had nowhere to stay, zero options, zero finance, zero dignity, and for the first time ever in his life, he had significant debt. He was a shell of his former self when he died. Anyway, the judge in the case, Judge Robert Sprague, he jailed this woman for two years and three months. And the prosecutor in the case told the court that during the relationship, the man's family grew so concerned about his treatment that they actually contacted the police. But the prosecutor said that even though that Elliot knew she was under suspicion. She then enlisted the help of a male friend to activate two of the victim's credit cards by posing as him over the phone. Well, by then, she'd used her unsuspecting husband's identity to purchase gold coins, used his credit card and debit cards to buy treats for herself from Amazon, uh, plus also Marks and Spencers, and transferred thousands of dollars of cash into her own bank account. The good news is she did just... Uh, Get what? Two years in prison for it, but he died before he got to see it coming. And by the time he died, he knew what was going on. We continue. A couple preyed on a very vulnerable man and drained his bank account of about $84,000. They secretly worked together to, quote, enrich themselves at his expense. After winning his trust, 
and then they spend his money on a trip to Australia and a car. Now, the unsuspecting man, he suffered from Alzheimer's disease, and he was not mentally well enough to manage his own money, so he trusted his carers to help him out. The thing is, the woman that was involved in this little scheme here, she actually did that for a living and was not necessarily bilking people out of their money. But one old lady that she was taking care of was friends with this guy who has Alzheimer's. And so they would visit him often. He ended up trusting this woman and her partner. So he allowed them to take over the finances. So that's how they first became associated. But this guy, because he had Alzheimer's, he'd often forget things, including his wallet, bank cards, bus passes. Well, at this time, that's when the woman and her partner, they began providing assistance to this guy. And it was initially a way of providing him a ride somewhere or taking him to the bank so he could draw out money. But over time, they became more involved in his life, and he grew to trust and rely upon them. So by 2014, the man indicated that he would like this woman to take care of him, and that's when she took over the role. So she was in a position where she was in almost full control of his finances and would have known all the money he had coming in. And the spending patterns in his accounts, as they say, changed drastically. There are a number of cash withdrawals from his bank account. Uh, let's see, at one point he had 60 grand in his bank account. Nine days later, there was 20 grand left in his bank account. A couple of weeks after that, somehow $45,000 was paid by check from him to the account of the woman uh, who was taking care of him. And after these transfers, it appears that both she and her partner opened new bank accounts to facilitate the dispersal of monies which had been taken from him. He too passed before they got convicted of any crime. And then finally, as they say, we've seen people get back together again, even after a divorce. I don't think you're going to bounce back from this one. A guy in central Pennsylvania, he's facing charges after he stole his father-in-law's life savings and went on a spending spree. In this case, he didn't have to do anything with the banks. The son-in-law is a 29-year-old man named Andrew Booker. Uh, and last February, he called the cops to report a break-in and claimed that someone stole his father-in-law's safe with... Two million dollars in cash inside. But the cops were immediately suspicious, so they kept an eye on him and noticed that he started making some pretty large purchases after the reported theft. And even though he'd been unemployed, he managed to buy new ATVs, plural, and a brand new Harley. He also got to buy stuff for $30, pay with a $100 bill, and then tell them to keep the change. Hmm. Now, he always paid in cash, and that turned out to be his undoing because his father-in-law had been saving up for decades, and most of the money was in older-style bills. And employees at the stores that he went to confirmed that this guy, in fact, used old bills and said they smelled musty. Like mothballs. Turns out that Andrew and his wife were in the middle of a divorce when all this went down, and he used a bunch of that money to take care of his new girlfriend. Uh, he did get arrested for theft and a bunch of other charges. His new girlfriend, yeah, she also got arrested because it turned out she knew where the money was coming from. But thankfully, it sounds like the police will be able to recover most of it. But in under a year, he blew through at least $140,000. Okay. All right. Oh. Well, he still had oh. $2 million, so he still got some money. It's not the worst left. thing, and he got busted. And he was able to return most of it. Because I was going to say that sucks the I most. I don't know that you return it as much as uh, we're going to take this from you and give it back. Correct. I, man, I think the woman who targeted that old guy who was a very happy old man. just That honest gold digger? Yeah. First story. Yes. Right. I, I think that sucks the most because his health declined after all this. He went back to drinking. He went back mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, they, they were worried about was he being well taken care of? Was he being abused? Yeah, all even the things. family got a sense like so there's something. I, I think that one just based on all of that. Uh, I think that one sucks the most. Yeah, because they said an early death. They said he no, was No, no, happy. no, I know, but also like 
I mean, look, I, the guy's dead. I'm not talking trash, but like he chose to marry her. And like Thrill he was did. saying, people would sound like the family and stuff were like, you shouldn't do you this. You don't do this. Yeah. Mm. That's that's why I was actually going to say I thought that one sucked the least. The gold digger lady? Yeah. It's awful. Sure. But it seemed like, I, I don't know, in the end, he still chose to marry her. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. I mean, the one lady has Alzheimer's, so mm. she doesn't really know what's going on. That was the dude that had Alzheimer's, but yeah, the, the lady yeah, was all right. and Look, then the To last... me, the person who sucks the least is the last story. The guy that stole the $2 million. Based on the fact of the recoup of the money and most of it. Some of that, and... but also because it's cash. So this is a, it, this is my opinion. It's a straight theft. You took $2 million that I had, but you're not, it's not ID theft. You're not in my bank accounts. You're not, you know, transferring right. money. You okay. just took all my right. lump sum all at once. Not that that would make me happy. I see your point, and also you know you're right. That's just a straight-up theft as opposed to preying on somebody's feelings. And he stuff. didn't drag it out. So in other words, like the other two, to me, just makes it worse because they kind of nickel and dime you. And it wasn't nickels and dimes, but we'll draw a little bit out of your bank account here because they have control over all that stuff. Where the guy that took the safe, right. I'm like, yep. you got yep. what you got. That's the best you're going to do with it. Although, Debate uh, continues on Who Sucks Less if you follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, the shot of the day is on the way. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.